Hello and welcome to A History of Hannibal, episode 56, Are We at War Yet? Over the past four years, Sicily had become a disaster for Rome, and a golden opportunity for the Carthaginians. Back when the war started, Sicily had been a safe haven for the Romans. They may have been fighting in Italy and Spain, but Sicily was secure. The Carthaginians had no presence there, and King Hiero was their loyal ally. You'll recall they even had intended to use Sicily as a launch pad for an invasion of Africa. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. Hiero was dead. His whole family was dead. Now two Carthaginian generals had become elected officials and were planning to take the war to Rome here too. Epiclides and Hippocrates could not set to work immediately once they were elected. A delegation had already been sent to the Roman commander Appius Claudius, asking for a ten-day truce, and when Appius accepted this, another delegation was sent to restore the old alliance. I'm sure the Romans were highly confused by the rapid turn of events, from friendship to war, and now back to friendship, in an atmosphere of assassinations, coups, and popular revolutions. It is at this moment there was a change in Roman command. Our old friend Marcellus came to Sicily. Marcellus had been elected consul in 214, as you recall, and it was decided that his theatre of command would be in Sicily. So, once the delegation reached Appius, he duly passed it on to Marcellus. Marcellus heard what the representatives had to say, and felt that a deal could be reached. So he sent his own envoys to Syracuse, to discuss renewing the friendship directly with the magistrates. Just when things were looking like Syracuse and Rome could be friends, circumstances changed again. One of the large factors that meant that Epiclides and Hippocrates had been moving so slowly and treading so carefully was that they were in a very weak position. They were Carthaginians through and through. They were there representing Hannibal. They were not Syracusans, and with the young King Hieronymus killed, they had no real friends in the city. Should they say the wrong thing, or say the right thing at the wrong time, they could very easily find themselves killed, or worse, expelled. Though, as I just said, there was a change in circumstances. A Carthaginian fleet was just off Cape Pecinum, the modern Capo Passero, which, if you are not intimately familiar with Sicilian geography, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, is the most southeasternly point of Sicily, and right around the corner from Syracuse. With this friendly fleet so close to them, Epiclides and Hippocrates were prepared to be a bit more adventurous. They began spreading stories among those likely to cause trouble, the mercenaries and deserters, who had been flocking to Syracuse over the past few months. They said that Syracuse was being betrayed to Rome, something these groups would have loathed to see. The Romans did not treat deserters well. The Romans were very fond of the idea that your greater fear should be not the enemy, but your commanding officer. 
So, the accusations of Epiclides and Hippocrates may have seemed like an empty charge. But to encourage the pro-Roman elements in Syracuse, Appius had Roman ships waiting just outside of the harbour. With this in mind, the charges seemed very real, and something that required action. There was a scramble down to the waterside as they sought to prevent a landing. Amidst all the chaos, it was decided to hold an assembly meeting. Various factions expressed their opinions of just what the Syracusans should do, when a leading citizen named Apollonides made a very important speech. He pointed out that all this confusion of who they were siding with was causing problems. The wars of Carthage and Rome were no doubt important to them, but they could not let it tear themselves apart. They should pick a side and stick with it, together. That being said, Apollonides evidently prefers the idea of an alliance with Rome. He said they should trust the wisdom of Hiero over Hieronymus, and that should they refuse to ally with Carthage, that would not be the same as a declaration of war, while if they refused to ally with Rome, that would be exactly the same as declaring war on them. I feel that by making these points, he evidently had opinions, and the neutral thing to have done would have been to have made the point about picking a side without offering any advice on which side to pick, or make suggestions in favour of both sides. But the Syracusans did not see things that way. It was to them a very neutral speech, and had a great effect on them. A military council was formed to discuss what they should do, involving various commanders and captains. Livy says of the discussions in Book 24, Chapter 28, The debate was long and violent. I am very intrigued by this offhand remark. Does it mean that strong words were used? Or did brawls actually take place during the debates? The wording inclines me to think that actual fighting took place. In which case, why do we not have more information on this? Or perhaps fights were just usual in Syracusan or Roman military meetings. In which case, why do we not have more information on that? Or perhaps I'm just reading way too much into this. Anyway, it was decided that Syracuse was not prepared to go to war with Rome. Therefore, they would have to renew and ratify the treaty with the Romans. A few days later, word came from Leontini, asking for troops to help protect their city. Syracuse was glad of the excuse to get rid of some trouble causes which were all over the city, and Hippocrates led a force of 4,000 mercenary auxiliaries out of Syracuse to Leontini. Hippocrates, now supposedly tasked with protecting Sicily from Carthage, was of course not going to do that. Goodness only knows why Syracuse gave him this command. Anyway, instead of protecting Leontini, Hippocrates began launching raids near Roman territory. Appius sent troops to protect the farms of Rome's allies. Hippocrates thus attacked this force, and heavy damage was done to the Roman units. 
when word of this reached Marcellus, he was not pleased to say the least. He sent envoys immediately to Syracuse to inform them that they had broken the peace and they could not rule out the possibility of war unless Hippocrates and Epiclides were expelled from Syracuse and banished to a distant land. Epiclides realised the situation was not good, and rather than defend the accusations against his absent brother, he instead joined him in the Antinne, where he began trying to turn the citizens against Syracuse, telling them how Syracuse was not content with her own liberty, but also wanted to take control of her neighbours. Just why were they so upset that Leontini had attacked Rome? Leontini was not bound by the treaty and had been the place where they killed the tyrant. The people were soon on his side and laughed off Syracusan demands that Epiclides and Hippocrates should leave the island. The Syracusans reported this to Rome and it was decided that the two of them should attack Leontini together. That is uh, it, I'm afraid, for this week. I know it is a really short episode, but I have a hectic few weeks happening and coming up, meaning that I had about two hours on Saturday afternoon to make this episode, and this was the best I could do. Likewise, I'm not going to be around next weekend, pushing the next Arab Spring episode back a week, pushing Hannibal back a week. So the next Hannibal episode will be out in three weeks. As it is only a short one this week, I won't give you the usual roster of where you can find us online. Instead, I'll just make one tiny suggestion. The Podcast Awards nominations are open, and you can vote for the show in Best Education category at podcastawards.com if you wish. That again is podcastawards.com. As I do several shows... I'd like to ask you to nominate The Arab Spring a history. I would be extremely grateful for every vote, and considering how big and scary some of the other podcasts are, I doubt we will get nominated, but hey, it's worth a shot. I'll see you in three weeks when we see what happens when Syracuse and Rome turn against Leontini. <laughs>